In this bulletin, authorities forced to withdraw millions of COVID fines in New South Wales. Reports the government is considering an energy price cap before Christmas. And in World Cup news, the Socceroos wrap up their final training session ahead of their crucial Denmark matchup. With the latest SBS News, I'm Samantha Beniak Brooks. Fines worth millions of dollars for breaching COVID-19 restrictions in New South Wales are being withdrawn by the state's revenue agency. New South Wales Revenue says more than 33,000 fines will be scrapped following a landmark decision in the Supreme Court that found details of the offences were insufficient. The ruling means millions of dollars will be refunded to those who have already paid the fines. Just over 62,000 COVID-related fines were issued in the state during the height of the pandemic, meaning roughly half will no longer be valid. The Australian government is considering a price cap proposal amid soaring energy prices for consumers. The Prime Minister has already ruled out cash subsidies for households dealing with the rising cost of living. But Treasurer Jim Chalmers says Labor is actively considering options for relief. The government's made it really clear uh, that we're acting with some urgency here and we hope to have an announcement between now and Christmas. Uh, We know that Australians and Australian industry are hurting right now uh, because of high prices caused by the war in Ukraine. Liberal backbencher Bridget Archer says she will probably cross the floor to vote against Scott Morrison when a censure motion is moved against the former Prime Minister in Parliament. But most Coalition MPs won't support the motion, labelling it a political stunt. If the motion passes, it will be the first time an MP has faced censure since Liberal MP Bruce Bilson in 2018 failed to declare payments while he was still in Parliament. While censure motions do not have any legal consequences, they are rare and give parliamentarians the chance to formally note disapproval with their colleagues. The Senate has passed Labor's anti-corruption legislation, bringing the Albanese government one step closer to fulfilling its election promise of establishing a national commission. The bill passed with amendments from the Greens on Tuesday evening, with the coalition supporting the alterations, which include expanding the powers of the NACC inspector. But the Greens and other crossbenchers were unsuccessful in their attempt to amend the legislation to remove the Exceptional Circumstances Clause for public hearings, which has long been a contested point in the bill. The legislation now returns to the House of Representatives for a final vote. Ukraine's First Lady has accused the Russian military of using sexual violence as a weapon during the ongoing war in Ukraine. Speaking at the International Conference for Preventing Sexual Violence held in London, Olena Zelenska says Ukrainian law enforcement have documented more than 100 cases of sexual violence from Russian troops. But Ms Zelenska warns there are likely many more who have been silenced. This is another instrument that they're using as their weaponry. This is another weapon in their arsenal in this war conflict. That's why they're using this systematically and openly. They're very open about this. 
That is why it's extremely important to recognize this as a war crime. The 2022 Closing the Gap annual report has revealed signs of mixed progress on the national agreement's targets. It has found that the goals of babies born with a healthy birth weight and the number of children enrolled in preschool are either improving or on track, but incarceration rates, deaths by suicide and children in out-of-home care are all worsening. Indigenous Australians Minister Linda Burney says closing the gap architecture can only work when all parties are invested and there is a coordinated effort from all jurisdictions in partnerships with First Nations peoples. It's the first closing the gap annual report since the launch of the 2020 implementation plan. To football and the Socceroos have wrapped up their final training session ahead of a clash with Denmark tomorrow morning. Coach Graham Arnold has broken with his tradition by not announcing his team selection until game day to allow enough time for the players to recover after the last training session. Arnold says he's feeling relaxed and ready. You know, it's not often you get to go to a World Cup and uh, you know I've been saying this to these boys to enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride. We've had uh, We've gone through... Over the four and a half years, we've gone through some difficult periods of obviously through the pandemic and we've only played four games out of 20 uh, at home. So, you know, for the boys just to enjoy this ride. But again, it's all about the belief uh, that within the group, it's about the energy in the players. The side will progress to the knockout stage if they are victorious, but could still make it with a draw if defending champions France defeats Tunisia. That's the latest SBS News. I'm Samantha Beniak-Brooks.